shimmy into those leg warmers and grab a microphone-shaped object. Because this bagel bite, we're inspiring you to heal your nervous systems and face down your shame monsters by laughing like no one's listening, by dancing like you've never been publicly mocked for dancing before, and by singing like you didn't grow up in a house with a neurodivergent father who hated loud noises unless he was the one making them. Then we're all over the place as we chat Lil Plish's best and worst of the week, the importance of protecting the dwindling brown bat population, and more. Keep your hopes high but your expectations low as you make your way into this tasty little smorg of smorgs. That way, we just may pleasantly surprise you. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a Should we get the show on the road? Let's get the show going. Clip, trot. Drop, clip. We are out of the station. Yep. Here we go. Down the tracks. It's the weather is 75 and sunny. Not a cloud in sight. There's a slight breeze. Just enough to tickle that mane. All right. And before we get too far in, I'm just going to say welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your host, Kristen. And this is a bagel bite. It's a bagel bite. So if you have food in your mouth, spit that out. Yeah. Make just the tiniest bit of room for the tiniest bit of bagel. Little scooch. Scooch it in there. Yeah. Just a little tiny bit. Make a little room in there. Just boop, boop, boop. And get ready to stuff this in there, because you're just going to munch it on down. You're going to love it. Uh, we're going to love it. We're all going to have a good time. And uh, I'm just, I don't want to oversell it. It's not going to be that great. Let's bring it back down. I think it's going to be great. All Is right. it going to be fantastic? No. Is it going to be the best podcast episode you've ever listened to? Maybe. Maybe. Depends on what you've listened to for podcasts. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. But it's going to be interesting for sure. Keep your expectations reasonable. How about that? <laughs> Keep them low so we surprise you. Let's go. Let's do that. Sure. Yeah. It's okay. always good to have low expectations. Yep. That's of, what I always say. Of yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then you impress yourself with everything you do. Yeah. It's like, I never would have expected that from myself. Wow. I, I feel like that's not the best advice. Uh, instead of a warm up question, we have like a warm up shareable. A yeah, shareable a, bite. A share, uh, a weird advice warm up. Sure. It's not really advice. It's just something weird that I do that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. A shareable. Yeah. All you right. want to share. Shareable. Share sure. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And with that, share I'm going to sh- share it. <laughs> I'm ready to listen. Are you ready for me to share? I'm ready. So I've been talking a lot. I'm hoping this comes out after the nervous system episode. I think that's up to you. <laughs> we'll see. It's up to it's up to me, but also it's not up to me because I never know if I'm going to finish it on time or not. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But this, I have no control. Since 2023 has come, yeah. we've been talking a lot about anxiety. 
yes. the nervous system. Yes. That's kind of been our thing. Yes. So I'm going to do another future episode where I kind of talk about ways to regulate your nervous system and like your vagus nerve. Yep. And one of those is to sing more often. Oh. Music is very beneficial for your nervous system, calming your nervous system and singing like whether you're doing like a low hum or just singing in general is very good for you in general. It's is it like cats purring? They purr at the frequency to heal themselves. Oh, yeah. Like Maybe the- when we sing, we sing at the frequency to hear oh. heal our hearts. Oh, <laughs> maybe we do. Well, so one of the strategies for like calming your nervous system is to do like a low hum, like the hmm. Everybody do it with oh. us. Mm. Is that low enough or should I go even lower? Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a hum. It was oh. a growl. This sounded like oh. our last, uh, the common mirror. Bod. Oh, yes. Yeah. Such a common mirror thing to say. That was our last bod. Yes. If you haven't been paying attention, it's okay. But the ohm sound, it like mimics that humming sound. The frequencies. And, yes, the frequency it's in all your about chest. the frequencies. Yes. So I like to sing when I'm in the car and stuff, but I don't do it when I'm at home. And I'm mostly at home. You know, I'm always listening to podcasts or whatever. So in a bid to try to like encourage myself to sing more when I'm home alone, mm-hmm. I feel like it's also good to, you know, express yourself, mm-hmm. get yourself out there, get weird. Yeah. I feel like I always have this feeling like someone's watching me, not in a creepy way, but just I feel like I'm being watched and I don't want to like do weird things. Even when I'm home alone. Do you, you have are. that? No. You don't um, have that feeling? And, you know, I should because we have – we still have no curtains in our house. <laughs> and I I like to um, – I put my headphones on in the morning while I'm getting ready. And mm. then I, like, dance to, like, 70s funk. Mm. No curtains. So everybody in the road can just see what I'm doing. See, I, like, don't do that. And I want to do it. But I don't know if it's just because – my mom, not that's all my mom's fault, but she kind of has this always watching feeling when you live in her home where she's always like, you try to leave the house. It's like, where are you going? What are you doing? So I feel like, I don't know. I just kind of, Lily, let me know if you also have this feeling where you feel like you're kind of always being watched. And so I just like, don't do stuff like that when I'm home alone. I guess growing up, like once we were in high school, my mom and dad were out of the house before my brother and I went to school. Mm. So we were kind of like responsible for each other. Mm. You know what we used to do was you used to remember that song Get Low by Little John? Yes. We would fucking crank it. And then the Haskells <laughs> would call me and like, your music is way too loud. In the morning. It's <laughs> six in the morning. No one needs that. Pumping you up. And Nick would be like, to the window. And I'd be like, to what? To the sweat drop down my, my balls. balls. <laughs> All <laughs> these bitches crawl. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, where anyway. was I? Oh, back to saying. Someone's always watching you in your house. Well, that's because you got yes. ghosts in your house. Yeah, the ghosts. And then, I don't know. It's just something that I don't think to do because I like, don't want to be judged or whatever. Yeah. So I'm working on doing it more. You literally have to dance and sing like no one's watching. Yes, I know. and Because no like one is watching. I need to practice what I preach. And even if they are watching, so except, what? Like, I feel like ghosts. I don't care what people think. But Maybe also, the ghosts will join in and they'll be like, woo. Finally, having fun. Like, I'll belt <laughs> it out loud when I'm in the car. I'm yeah. fine in the car. It's something yeah. about being in the house where I'm like, I don't want someone to hear me or see me and then have questions for me and then interrupt me. And then I'm being weird. And now they're like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's your own home. Someone let me know about the psychology behind this. Do you feel like you're always being watched, listeners? Because I've seen some people talk about it on TikTok, especially autistic creators, who talk about the sensation of feeling like they're always performing for someone watching as if like they're being like they're in a documentary. So they kind of some people have said that they have that feeling of being watched, but not like 
I'm worried I'm going to be judged, but it's more like everything they do is for like this invisible audience. So sounds like similar, but different to mine. Yeah. You know, different types of being watched. So if you do feel like you're being watched, what way does it present for you? Do you feel like I'm going to be judged? So I just don't want to do weird things. Or is it more like, and here in this room, you'll see my bedroom, you know, are you giving like a, like a, a performance. performance yeah or you're just trying to like sulk away from the camera yeah yeah that's a good interesting way yeah um i don't share that experience okay i guess that's interesting um i was gonna say something really mean i'll refrain no say it i, wanna I was hear gonna it. say i guess i'm just better than you yeah in this sense i guess you are you have less rarity uh, you have less shame than i do I, in this area yeah for once i feel like usually i'm i'm the shame riddled monster. with shame yeah. yes but this time it's me. Yeah. So long, long story short, uh, something I've discovered that's very fun to do is when you're home alone, blast some sing-along music. Obviously, for me, 100% it's Celine Dion all 100% of the time. That's fair. Celine that's fair. Dion is the number Celine. one best music to sing along with. You and can really belt. belt it. I made myself hoarse after doing Did this, you actually. Really? <laughs> yes. I got one of our microphones. We have the extra third microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brought it downstairs with me. Dang! It really encouraged me to kind of... I felt very much like uh, Lizzie McGuire in the Lizzie McGuire movie. That's kind of what I was envisioning. I very like seen the Lizzie Very McGuire. like uh, early 2000s, pumping arm in the air you know, kind of star pose at the end of the stage performing slash Celine Dion. She really is a very dramatic performer as well. She so is a dramatic. She, like, you know, I feel like with a voice like on that, her chest you line. gotta. I've seen her perform live in Boston when I was like 18. Haley and I have always loved Celine Dion and everyone has always made fun of us for it and called it old lady She's music. A great singer. The whole Donovan family, like extended family, Jesse and those guys, their family, whenever Celine Dion comes up, they all talk about me and laugh about how grace loves celine dion that's so mean <laughs> i don't care i stand by it celine dion she's a great singer there's a reason why she's famous yes her voice in person is even better than on cd i'm like, sure it is her she's like a true she's like adele she's like a true yes her vocal range is insane her control everything it's like there's certain people you can i feel like you can learn to sing so well so much but they're truly like she is a truly gifted person yes yes like a whitney houston yeah. voice you whitney know? houston adele aretha aretha they all have just beautiful big powerful voices yes and great control of them so celine dion is my suggestion if you want to do this i'm sure you have let us know your favorite uh loud scream sing belt along songs yeah because sometimes i go a little more uh emo high your, school grace your you know your, yeah your favorite sing-along belts yeah sometimes yeah i i'm either like doing like the love ballads like celine like the power ballads i guess or i'm doing like my chemical romance taking back sunday paramore like a lot of like more screamo i'm doing a lot of that kind of thing i i like that i'm doing doing a lot of 70s yeah easy listening rock the Bee Gees. I'm just that's loving the opposite the, of I know uh, what this uh, uh, tip. Is what about like funk or like disco? You I don't really sing disco. along to that though. Yeah, you just kind of like. Yeah, see, I'm talking like, about singing as if you're performing mm. in front of an audience, uh, making it fun. I was just like really kind of sliding in socks around my house. Oh, you know, kind of like microphone up in the air, like really scream into it. 
and I was having the best time. I felt like I was at karaoke and yeah. no one was watching me because I don't like doing karaoke when everyone's watching me, mm-hmm. unless I'm very drunk. But I don't like doing karaoke. It's weird. I'm like, I like being the center of attention sometimes, but other times really not at all. Like, not at all. Yeah. It just depends on I think I'm bad at singing, <laughs> so I don't want people to hear me do it. I am not great at it. And same with dancing. I'm bad at it, so I don't I'm want Kristen people to see the me. Toneless. Yeah, you're Kristen yeah. the Toneless. I am not. Oh, the other day, Christopher's like, what if we played Guitar Hero? And I was like, listen... I don't know if you know this, but I have no rhythm. He's yes. like, I think you might. <laughs> I was like, I am ready to prove you wrong. I am just not a musical person. I like music, but yeah. I am just not a musically talented person. See, I feel like I have natural musical talent, but because of that, like with most things in my life, fiddle. I'm like, I'm pretty good naturally. I don't have to work very hard at this. And then I never like actually like kind of capitalized on my natural musical ability, mm. you know? So. Well, here's your shot i know it's there but i just won't put the work in so maybe it'll start by me yeah scream singing sling down around yeah. my house maybe i'll be discovered by someone walking by Am on I? the sidewalk could maybe. happen manifest could happen. it all right all right that's a great warm-up shareable that was like half the bagel bite right there, there you go <laughs> should we get into our little plushes yeah let's do those little yeah. plushes little plushes what's your little plush fuck I know, you don't have one. I was going to talk about the bat, but then we made up a new little segment called Best and Worst of the Week. Yeah. And I'm going to save my bat for that. Uh, you go first. What's your little plush? I tried out a new recipe that had a lot of vegetables in it. It was really yummy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was really excited about it, and it was really easy to make, so woo woo. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. All right. I got one. You do? I have started watching Outlander. Oh my god! And it's a little plish because I love having a show like that, mm-hmm. like a kind of more that's a the, drama the time, show, time travel, right? Yeah, and she's a lady. There's a lot of she sexy is a lady. times in oh, it. Oh yeah, and she's oh, wearing yeah. costumes and stuff. Yeah, my aunt is in several Facebook groups regarding <laughs> Outlander. Right, well, I haven't gone that yeah, far. She, oh man, you need to meet this lady. She will talk your ear off. She has bought my mom all of the books and the DVD set. Jesus she hasn't read or watched a single thing nice um yeah it's one of those things where you're not gonna you have to get into it on your own yeah i can't be told to watch this thing yeah because you know it's one of those shows that takes investment you have to like get yourself sucked into the story yep and i have a hard time getting into shows like that but i like having a show like that ian and i like having a show that we watch together Mm -hmm. and but it has to be it's so hard to find the exact right tone the exact right type it's hard to get is him he watching into outlander it. i had to start watching it on my own like mm-hmm. all always all these shows this is how it happens mm-hmm. he won't start it with me i have to start watching it on my own he has yeah. to wander into the living room start watching it with me and then get sucked in and then now, and now suddenly it's our show and now i have to wait for him to watch it <laughs> which always fucking happens this, this is what's happening to me in white lotus because i just uh, started that I'm partially through season one and I started to watch it and I Christopher was on his computer doing his games but he like always peeks over at what I'm watching especially when I'm doing like some YouTubing mm. and uh the other day he like asked me a question about like when are we watching White Lotus and I'm like we we you got a mouse in your pocket yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know he, like, paid attention so much, but even with, like, the YouTube. So I watched this one guy on YouTube about Bonsai's. His name is Nigel Saunders. He's part of the Bonsai Zone. 10 out of 10 for me. It's my favorite. It's, like, one of those – it's, like, you know how people watch The Office on repeat? Yes. 
like a safety show. This is my safety show. Oh, that's a nice one. Um, it's so calming and relaxing and I love it so much. <laughs> um, and I was trying to figure out, I was looking at a bonsai that I have that I really, I'm like, this kind of grew into a monster and I don't like the way it's going. And he goes, you know what Nigel would do? He would chop the trunk here and let this be the new leader. And it was like, you know, when you're like, you've thought about something so much, you've overthunk it. And there's like an easier answer right in front of your face. And that was the easier answer. And the correct answer if you were Nigel Saunders from the Bonsai Zone. And I was like so touched that he like pays attention to my show so much. He's always watching. He's always watching. You think he's not? He was like, yeah, I I really like Nigel. I think that's great. I think that's what he would do. And I'm like. One, I was a little bit pissed that I didn't come up with that because I'm of like, that is absolutely the right thing to do with the future of this tree. And I'm mad I didn't think of it. How do we get on the subject? <laughs> I was talking about my little plishes that oh. I started Outlander. Oh, yeah. Okay. So are you liking it? I Yes. Know. I like it so far. So she's like time traveling and but she not goes, on purpose, right? Yes. She touches this stone that was used in a witch's uh, ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up traveling back to like 1747 or something yeah, like yeah. that. And then she's in, in the Highlands. Yeah. With, with the Scots. Yeah. I'm only on season one, but I'm really liking it. And well, I feel like now I should watch it too. And then we can discuss episode by episode. Yes. But I want you to finish White Lotus first because okay. you got to get to season two because season two is so much better than the first season. The first season, I'm like stressed. I stopped at a very stressful time. It's a very slow build. It's a slow build, That's but how- now, but now we're kind of at like this like peak with one of these characters, mm. the host guy, the host of the hotel. Yeah, I don't even really remember season okay. one that much because season two is just so much better. Okay, well, we're like at this like pe- crucial moment now, and now I'm like, I'm like upset. And I'm like, I'm like scared to get back into it because I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. They're so good at building tension. Yeah. Uh, the tension has been built. Yes. I'm tense. Season two is so tense. Is it? Yes. But it's so, so funny. It's so good. Yes, it's, it's funny. So fu- okay. My favorite scene right now is the boat scene where Jennifer Coolidge is like trying to say, good, throw her mom into the o- ocean. Oh, and yeah. And then yes. they have that like romantic dinner. Yes. Yeah. And she's like. I'm so glad you guys came for this. Oh, it's so and they awkward. Have no idea. It's so awkward. And she's just like, mother, mother. And just, yeah, oh yeah, my God, okay. it's the funniest thing. I was like dying. <laughs> See, Jennifer Coolidge is the best part she's of season two also. Literally just. Oh. And her boat scene is the best one. Her, I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh, but season okay. two, she season has one. another great boat scene. Oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's such a different type of humor, you know? Yes. It's so funny. It's so funny. Now I have the fucking White Lotus song stuck in my head again. <laughs> it's been stuck in my head for so long. Ian Ian is not happy about it. I I it's been like over a month now. Is it better than Cinemagic? Yeah, you love Cinemagic. Where movies and magic come, come together. together. The White Lotus one is harder, uh, I think, for him to well, first of all, the Cinemagic one is his song that drives me crazy. Oh. So this is payback. So the white, the white lotus, lotus it has just, no words. Yeah, How do you and that's, sing what's, it? that's what's tough about it. You don't. So it's just me going. There's really no way to sing There's, to it. Yeah, like quietly, you kind of have to commit to the yeah. the weird tone. <laughs> Am I singing this or not? Sound. Yeah, and it's very obvious what you're singing. Yeah, and the, just the word lotus. He, we were talking about flowers the other day. We we're talking about black flowers because I think they're really cool. And he was like, "Yeah, I think there's a black lotus." I'm like, yeah. "Done it now." <laughs> 
Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> if you also we? watch Outlander of the White Lotus, yes. write us in at weirdsoffeather at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Um, Great. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for this Outlander journey because I yes. know my aunt has been sucked in and she's on... She, I don't think I like it the way your aunt likes she it. She <laughs> planned pre. It got canceled because of you know the COVID, but um, she was going to plan a trip to go out and see where where they shot. Mm. It's like people who traveled to New Zealand to see where they shot Lord of the Rings, yes. which I fully support and want to go on one day. Yeah, I had two friends who did a Lord of the Rings tour uh, when we were studying abroad in literally, Australia. Literally, my dream. It's really precious. It would be it, it would be like a life achievement for me. Yeah. Anyway, you'll get there one day. Anyway, best and worst of the week. Let's roll. Yeah, I was going to say, we're already at like 22 minutes. So before we go any farther, we just want to let you know, there really is no main topic to this episode. Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the listeners just clear have that up. noticed there's no main topic. This is just. It's a bagel bite. So there's it's a couple be, things we wanted to talk about. It's a schmork. And I, we haven't gotten to any of them. <laughs> well, these are also things we want to talk about. Very true. I guess. It is the biggest schmorgish of boards. Yes. So it's just little little, little samplings of uh, here and there, a little, yeah. a little pickle. Maybe Incredibly a little, chaotic, but. Uh, slice of cheese. That's what the bagel bite is all about. Yeah, you guys love this about the bagel bites is that there's no real aim or purpose or meat. It's just kind of. And apparently time limit. Two wa- <laughs> yeah, just two women uh, pondering things in a room together. Yeah. Wandering through our thoughts. And you're just here for the ride. Yeah. The ebb and flow of our brains. There you go. Here it is. Best and worst of the week, baby. Best and worst of the week. All right. Your favorite segment, guys. The one you know and love. Best and worst of the week. That we've never done before. That we just made up. And this might be a one-time thing. It's going to be like a cathartic experience, I think. Yes. Because I feel like we both had a good thing and a bad thing happen to us this week. Yeah. So it's important to remember the balance of life. Multiple bad things, (laughs) but I think I'll just stick to Just say the one. So it sounds like... Uh, we're giving both equal airtime, you know, best and worst. Okay. Balance. 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 All right. My best of the week is I saved a life last week. Yeah. CPR and everything. Yep. Mouth to mouth. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. I did not do that. But I saved a bat for real. I saved the life of a bat, the yeah. animal. They're very important to the ecosystem. Yes. Ian and I were on, we were walking Lucy last week and i saw a little lump on someone's lawn and to be honest i thought it was a dead bat and I, my first thought was like "Ooh, a bat skull and but because then it, that's the normal thought process like all normal people yeah. I was, i'm always searching for carcasses i'm always keeping an eye out yeah. so i spotted what i thought was a carcass but no it has an animal inside that carcass it's an alive carcass <laughs> um just a regular bat you know you don't call it a carcass until it's dead a living carcass a living carcass um and i got closer to it and it was like breathing pretty heavily and it was like on a it was like in a little ball on the ground it's cold i know it was really hibernating right now yes so it's i think it's a large brown bat and they are endangered but they live in maine and they can't take off from the ground and they're supposed to be hibernating right now and so what the heck is he doing outside i don't know it could be that he fell or it could be that like a cat got to him so like if they're hibernating and then something disrupts them they don't they're kind of like out of defense mechanisms because they're like all sleepy they haven't like gotten their body up and going yet they also can't take off from the ground so if there's a bat on the ground at least for most types of bats they can't take off from the ground so they're kind of like fucked and so so what do you throw it 
<laughs> no, I read on a website specifically, do not throw the bat. If you're, you're going to release like, it, you, go. you take it like higher up on like a balcony or whatever. And mm-hmm. you just like tip the box over sideways. Don't dump them. Let them decide when to take off. But yeah, if you were to like release a now healthy bat, you would take it up on a higher place and let it like fly off. So I was like freaking out and Ian was like, it might have rabies. Let's just leave it. And I was like, no. And I ran back home and we got a container and then, you know, put gloves on, obviously, because I'm terrified of rabies as well. Well, you should be. Yes. It's, It's a bad way to go. It's a terrible way to go. Yeah. So got this bat in a little container and we made a little home for him. We put him in the pod loft and got him all cozy and warm and put him in a dark place. And then we found these people who do bat specific uh, rehabilitation up in uh, Lewiston by Kristen. My neck of the words. And we, yeah, we kept him overnight, kept him safe and then brought him there the next day. And the woman said that he, you know, looked like it could be that he was like tired or sick, but it didn't seem like he had rabies. He seemed like he was going to be okay. He just fell. Yeah, he might have just fallen, and she said that you saved his life, and, like, thank God you brought him in, because he would have died, because then it snowed, like, two hours after we took him home, oh, yeah, it started he snowing. He would have just been, been, like, on the ground, like, That's a bad freezing way to, go. to death slowly What do you think is worse, that or rabies? That or rabies? Uh, rabies. Yeah, I, I think agree. rabies is Rabies is Rabies is, like, I feel like the one of the, yeah, literally yeah. one of the worst ways to go. Anyways, that was my best. I was very happy that I went through with it and saved this bat and uh, screw my haters because this bat lives to see it another day and they're very endangered. And so it was really important. It's really important to save every bat that you can. Um, And my worst is that we have a dead animal in our wall, at least one. (laughs) And I know for a fact. So that really balanced balanced things out. The ebb and flow of life. The circle of life. That's (laughs) a great example of the circle of life. Uh, yeah, there's definitely at least one dead thing, if not multiple, in our, it smells like the bathroom wall or the I don't floor. smell a thing. Yeah, but something's wrong with you because it smells so I have actually a really there. terrible sense of smell. You must. There's certain things I can smell really well and I feel like everything else is like, eh. I feel like I very vividly know the smell of animal death and so I feel like I was able to place it very mm. quickly. I'm like, something's dead in there. I know my dead animals. I know my dead. And then Maybe it was like, I just don't know the dead animal smell. Yeah, before I yeah, just... probably because I recognized it immediately. Whereas Ian wasn't quite so sure, but yeah. I knew what it was. So you just got to be around more carcasses. Yeah, okay, sure. But I could smell it in my office too because it was like blowing through the vents, and it's been there for now like two weeks. It still hasn't left. It's fermenting. We can't find it. Ew! It's like probably melting be part of the house soon it yeah it definitely is but it is what it is we can't find it so kind of the advice online is like it'll go away eventually yeah circle of life so we have coffee grounds in my office and in the bathroom to help absorb the smell no it's not you just can't smell (laughs) you're not a good judge but i smell it all the time and it really upsets me and i'm upset uh, but nothing I can do about it other than wait it out. So that's yeah. that's my worst. But at least I saved a bat. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kristen, what's your best and worst? My best is that, as we all know, I'm a huge fan of Facebook Marketplace. You love it. And they keep sending, they keep sending me like recommendations. And one of the recommendations was this incredibly creepy but endearing ceramic frog from Etsy, which is like, how do, how do we know? And it's like recommended for you. And I'm like, 
why would they recommend that? And then I, can I know s- exactly why they would recommend because that I to bought you. it. That's the story. Is I bought it because I can't stop thinking about this like super creepy ceramic frog. As soon as it comes in in like three months, because it's coming from Turkey. Yeah, I'll post it. It's so weird. It's so odd, but it is endearing. It's so endearing. And and then this artist has. I'll have to like link the shop once it comes in. Has many different types of ceramic frogs. Yep. Some cute, some not at all. Some horrifying. Some they yeah. all have like weird little butts. They all have weird butts. <laughs> I just I'm like I'm I think I'm upset that Facebook Marketplace knew that I would like this and they were right. I hate how they were so accurate. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to buy it spite them, but it's yeah, like, but I ah, had to. Yeah. It got that, me. I would have bought it way sooner if if it wasn't recommended to me, yeah. you know? Like, how dare you know me so well? Yes. Internet. <laughs> Internet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get it, and I'm really glad you finally pulled the trigger. I did. Because you're meant to have this thing. I am meant to have this thing. Uh, the worst was, apparently, the oil tank gauge, My the gauge on my oil tank that tells me how much oil I have mm. is stuck at half a tank. So for the past, like, two months, I was like, wow, we're still at half a tank. <laughs> We're so efficient. Um, we're so efficient. And that's not the case. We have no oil. <laughs> um, and so now we're like trying desperately to get an oil company to come deliver. But luckily, Grace's husband gave us a few tips on how to make sure we have like heat and stuff. Like what? Will you say the tips in case someone else runs oh, into this problem? Uh, you buy kerosene. And yep. then you set your house on fire. No, um, <laughs> you burn it down. There's nothing you can do. Down. No, apparently kerosene and oil, heating oil, are the same. They're just taxed differently. Mm. So you can buy a couple gallons of kerosene and then put that in your tank. So that way you don't run all the way dry right. because that's bad for your. We're also not going to shower because we don't want the oil. The oil heats our hot water, so we have hot water in our hot water tank, but we only have a limited supply. Mm. Um, the other thing we did is our dryer vent, we revented to the workroom instead of outside. And so every time we run the dryer, it's going to heat up the workroom, which will heat up the basement. Nice. So, and then we also keep our house like super duper cold anyway. So that will also help. But I don't want my, I think the cats will be okay, but I don't want my plants to freeze. Mm. So. What about you? Um, Do you care I, about that? I, I'm always cold in the winter, but, um, actually this morning it was pretty toasty, but yeah, I think, I think if we can do, if we can get just a little bit of oil in there, yeah, we'll be good. Yeah. So but I'm just like, I'm, it's one of those things where I went out of my way cause I would check like weekly or twice a week. Mm. And for some, I don't know why I didn't like think that it was, I don't know. I just, why would you guess? It's just like not on my radar. I was just like, good, still I have a tank. Great. And, and then it's one of those shitty things where it's like, you were trying, you were on top of it. You thought you had it. And then the gauge is broke. Right. So you didn't know that it was even all the way empty. Like you got fucked. I got fucked. (sighs) That sucks. It sucks. So now it's like a whole big thing. And I left a very panicky message to the oil company. And (laughs) I'm so excited for them to listen to it because it's like, Um, hey, (laughs) 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 well, funny story. (laughs) That's really not funny. And then instead of just being like, hey, I ran out of oil. When can you come and deliver like a normal person? I had to explain. The whole thing of like, I thought it said half a tank, but then like, why would it be a half a tank for so long? And then, <laughs> and I was checking it all the time. Checking it all the 
whole time because I'm trying to be responsible homeowner, but I'm not. Because we feel like we have to give all these reasons I for why we failed at something. Like a three-minute voicemail. It's, it's a trauma response. Yeah, it, it's um. So I'm excited for the phone call back. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" Hey, and I'm like, I don't know if we have heat, <laughs> but don't worry, we have a space heater, so we won't freeze. But maybe <laughs> at least you got the urgency across. Maybe yeah, I mean, it. I'm hoping someone takes pity on me being like, this girl. This poor old woman. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want her cats and plants to freeze. Yeah, so, and and I'm just been, you know, we recently talked about, like, fight or flight, and I've just been in this, like, very much fight or flight stage since this has happened, because I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do if the heat runs out? What am I going to do if my cats are cold? What am I going to do if my plants are cold? And I know it's like the plants aren't the worst thing in the world if they go, but they're my babies. My babies. Only I can kill them. Yes. Yes. You know? See, okay, I feel like this situation right here is a time where something like CBT would be more helpful for you on top of like getting you out of that fight or flight. So mm-hmm. on top of doing like a somatic therapy is like stopping that spiral of thoughts because that's like what's keeping you in that fight or flight right. is that spiral of thoughts well, I just, of what, I if, like to have what a if all these bad ha- things happen yes i know but then you're just your brain doesn't know the difference between a real experience and a made-up experience right. i so guess now like, you're putting your body and brain through if those things were to actually happen i just like to i want to be like prepared and so I always like try to think like what's worst case scenario is that my pipes freeze and then my basement floods and then that's a very expensive. But what can you do to prepare for that? Run the water. Here's a fun fact. If you think your pipes are going to freeze, you just run one of the taps mm. on cold and then you always have r- water running through your pipes. So that's what we're also doing. All right. I'm not happy about it. I know you're not, but you've the solutions are on their way. Hopefully nothing more. No, they are. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That's where it stands. Yeah. So, still kind of, like, upset about that. I don't know if you could tell. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that's my one of of my worsts of the week. Okay. Because it's been a a particularly tough week. Yeah. It has been. Um, That frog's on his way, so things will be... In two months, I'm going to be so happy. Clear sailing. So excited. Yep. So the other thing we kind of wanted to talk about. Well, we're already at like 37 minutes. Shit. How do we end this then? I don't know. How do we end this? Should we throw in one more thing? I feel like we got to just end it. I feel like, you know, I feel like we told them that we're not really going to have any meat this episode. I feel like. We, I gave them a tip about the microphone. Yeah. Get, a, your, get yourself a microphone and sing around your house. Yeah. So you learn something. I gave them a tip about the faucet. Yep. Talked about the faucet. We talked about Outlander. Thank God. Way too long. Covered that. I'm so excited. We talked about that for way too long. We talked about me singing around the house for way too long. We talked about disco. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about dead animals in the wall. Dead animals on the ground. Turned out to be alive (laughs) animals. Alive animals on the ground. Oh my gosh. Some, Some bat facts. What a journey we've been on. Yeah. We've laughed and we've cried. We've seen our best and our worst of the week. Yep. And I feel like that's enough substance, you know? I feel like we covered a lot. We, we, what a range that, what we've, a range. Co- that we've covered we today. We really showed off our range. And I feel like the listeners will be happy with that. And they know that bagel bites are kind of a free-for-all. They and, most certainly are. Yeah. And I feel like they've accepted that. And this will most likely come out 
either right before or right after the nervous system episode, which was a big chunk. It's a lot to digest, a lot lot to process. So much. So I feel like we give them these little, like we said, little a little sampler platter, a little platter of bagel, a little bite of bagel. (laughs) And with that, what a concept! Wow! (laughs) And look how it all came full circle. And with that, our bagel bite is done. We hope you're full. I don't know if you are. You might not be full, but there's plenty of other episodes to listen to if you just need more bites. Uh, this was the biggest smorgasbord of them all. I always say that when we do a smorgasbord episode, but here we are. They're all a big smorg. It's a big smorg. It's all over the place. Yeah, there's no but meal. But it was needed. It's a meal of appetizers. Ah, uh, the aperitif. Is that- no, I don't know what it is. I don't know the difference between Did you just aperitif. Make that up? No, aperitif is a oh, real thing. I was like, Did I think you just it's make like up that word. No, aperitif. I believe it's a um, it's an appetizer drink. And with that, I must look it up. Oh my god, we're actively out of time. Yep. All right. While you're doing that, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Follow us on the social media stuff. Uh, write us a review or whatever the fuck. Send us an email. Buy us a coffee. You guys know the spiel. I don't have to keep saying it. And with that, uh, Kristen's going to give us this fact about whatever and then we're gonna call out so an aperitif is french and it is a drink usually alcoholic that is normally served before the meal or after the meal okay so different than usually before a meal to stimulate the appetite it is usually dry rather than sweet common choices of an aperitif are vermouth champagne gin some sort of dry sherry Oh, yes. Dry sherry. Mm. It may be served with uh, hors d'oeuvres, such as crackers and cheese. Okay. Or olives and quiche. All right. So what is a meal of appetizers other than like tapas, I guess? I'm talking like you go to a barbecue place and you just get the sides. That's what this bagel bite is. I love doing that. I Um, do too. I love the sides. That's my favorite part of the meal. There's got to be a word. If you know the word for when you have a whole meal of just sides, <laughs> let us know at weirds of a feather yeah. at gmail.com. You shoot. Yeah, I already did all the stuff. In the, co- what? in the coffee? Yeah, I said buy us a coffee. You guys know. They know. I wasn't listening. Oh my God. I know. You got so much covered in such a small amount of time. Yeah, I really just uh, did a really great thorough job of listing off all the social media. You missed it, but it was <laughs> it's there. I did a I'll, really I'll good back. job. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear it. Lots okay. of details. <laughs> Where to find us, what to do. All right. And all right, we're going to call out now. Owl. Classic. (laughs) That's just White Lotus. (laughs) And this is how we get, like, sued. Yeah, we promise we're not like, doing it's this. It's so it's so similar. It's so accurate. They it's have so to be accurate. using a clip. <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking copyright laws. <laughs>